Welcome to Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. We teach the common wisdom of love and unity that is found in all mainstream religions, metaphysical teachings, mysticism, and inspired secular and religious writers and teachers throughout the ages. Our goal is to help you connect with your higher divine self and transform from the inside out so you can become a force for love and transformation in the world. Each week, we bring you wisdom from our founding spiritual director, Reverend Candace Shalou, and other guest speakers. We hope you enjoy this week's words of wisdom. In your bulletin this morning, you will find a quote from Eckhart Tolle that reads, You find peace not by rearranging the circumstances of your life, but by realizing who you are at the deepest level. That is the secret that your ego doesn't want you to find out because it assures you as soon as your circumstances change, as soon as somebody stops doing what they're doing that you don't like and do only what you do like, then you'll be at peace. The truth is we have no real control of the world outside of ourselves. People will be who they are and they will do what they do no matter what we think about it, right? So the way to peace is not through changing circumstances so it won't hit your stuff and trigger you. The only way to peace is to understand one thing. You are peace. You were created in the stillness of God's peace. And you have never left. So the good news is you can touch this peace at any moment no matter what the circumstances might look like around you. So this morning, Agape-licensed spiritual practitioner Deb Barn is going to teach us how to find that peace within and how to get it back when the circumstances make us forget who we truly are. That's what seems to be missing. When we go inside and find it, that's when we all get to say, Oh, yeah. yeah. Hear these wise and holy words. From Arthur Speaker, Marianne Williamson. As I enter any worldly chaos from a place of internal peace, my stillness works to dissolve the chaos. I need not fear any turmoil in the world as long as there is peace in me. God's eternal peace is the ground on which I stand as I navigate the shifting sands of time. The world is always changing. But God within me is changeless. I am love. I am safe. I am blessed. And I am protected. As I look upon others and wish them those things, I experience them in myself. From A Course in Miracles lesson 109. I rest in God. We ask for rest today and quietness unshaken by the world's appearances. We ask for peace and for stillness in the midst of all turmoil born of clashing dreams. We ask for safety and for happiness although we seem to look on danger and on sorrow. And we have the thought that will answer our asking with what we request. I rest in God. This thought will bring you rest and quiet, peace and stillness, and the safety and the happiness you seek. 
I rest in God. This thought has the power to wake the sleeping truth in you, whose vision sees beyond appearances to that same truth in everyone and everything that there is. Here is the end of suffering for all the world and everyone who ever came and yet will come to linger for a while. Here is the thought in which the Son of God is born again to recognize himself. I rest in God completely undismayed. This thought will carry you through storms and strife, past misery and pain, past loss and death, and onward to the certainty of God. There is no suffering it cannot heal. There is no problem it cannot solve, and no appearance but will turn, the, turn to truth before the eyes of you who rest in God. And from singer-songwriter John Lennon, peace is not something you wish for. It is something that you make, something you do, something you are, and something you give away. I just have to preface this whole thing today to say that I'd like to thank the band for an opportunity for growth and expansion. And growth is messy. And uh, when you give your life to God, everything unlike God shows up at your front door. And that's what happened to me with Start With Me. It's like, okay, here's your lesson in humility. This is where you still have some unhealed, unhealed parts. And so that's what we, we get to look at today. And then it's almost like we're revisiting some things we talked to about before because it's all us. You know, we, we are the center of our own little universe, so we're responsible for our, the energy we bring and the energy that we allow. And so um, self-awareness is a huge part of it, so we'll continue to talk about that. And we'll continue to talk about about forgiveness because that's so important because the ego loves to beat us up when we make mistakes and tell you well there you go you're not worthy of doing this that and the other you are just a little peon <laughs> and you're, you're never going to rise in consciousness and so it's we have to look at that and be able to listen to the right voice and forgive ourselves and other people when when we make mistakes and so I like to think about Tony Robbins okay because Tony Robinson, Robinson talks about how when people first fall in love and they're all smitten and everything, and it's like, oh, I get to take out the trash. I get to hang a picture today. I'm going to take their car to get washed. You know, and you're all excited and, and happy. And then something happens, you know, because you're drawn together for growth as well as joy. And so that's not just in romantic relationships, it's in, it's in all relationships. When a band comes together, they're here to grow spiritually as, per, as people grow in consciousness and to experience joy. That's a part of it. But you get drawn in by being smitten. And you're smitten with whomever this person is or smitten with a band. And then when, when you're ready, when the student is ready, the, the teacher appears. 
And so we draw these things into our experience. And so we can look at them and go, no, I didn't do that. I'm sorry. Uh, you must have made some kind of mistake at the bus. Thank you. And so we have to be able to be self-aware. And then as I was thinking about it in, me in meditation, the four agreements uh, dropped into my consciousness, which is a powerful book by Don Miguel Ruiz. Has anybody ever read, read that? Those four agreements, and we'll go through them briefly, are tools that we can put in our problem-solving repertoire, as the Course says, to bring us back to peace and recognize that we are responsible for our side of the equation. And so the, the first thing to do, and I need to tell you this, is one of my favorite things about being a principal is I wore an ID badge. It had my name on it, my picture. And at the very bottom, it said principal. And so I would feel that whoo come up. And I would look down at my ID and it says, yep, you're a principal. You cannot act a fool today. <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> and so I feel like since I can't wear this, uh, this shawl all the time, I'm going to have to make myself an ID that says, yes, you're a spiritual practitioner and you cannot be a biatch today. <laughs> you, have to, you, have to, uh, you have to stay in your, in your peace. So when you see me coming walking around and I got a little ID badge, just know that that's my reminder to, to be responsible for my, my part of the equation. So first thing is self-awareness. And, and speaking of self-awareness, I got to stop <laughs> just for a second because I got to tune in and tap in. So just join me in this agreement. I don't know why I forget to do it. I just get excited about what I'm going to talk about. But how grateful I am. Grateful, grateful just to be alive, awake today. Grateful for the opportunity to be in service, to be in community with so many mighty companions. Grateful to be in service with, with talented musicians and tech folks. Just grateful to be, to be grateful. Recognizing that it's all God, God everywhere, everywhere God, that even stones vibrate with spirit. There is no place where God is not. That God is peace, God is joy, God is prosperity, God is wholeness and perfection. And I am one with this power, this, this presence, this peace. It's closer than my breath, nearer than my hands and feet. It is what I am, it is what we are. And each of us are one with this power and presence of the living God. And so it's from this place of absolute oneness, one with God, one with each other, one with all that he is, that I bless this time. I surrender myself to be in service, knowing that it's God in, through, and as me that does this work, in, through, and as the band that sings and plays, in, through, and as each and every person here. It is a, a powerful co-creation of our oneness with God, and we rest in God. And I simply say, amen. So thank you. I, I needed that for myself. So, principle. Each of us, and it's principle is absolute truth. And it's spoken in many different ways, but there's one truth. And principle says that we are one with God. Unity is a quality of God. 
And as we are one with God, we embody the qualities that are God. So as Candace was speaking uh, a couple weeks ago, I think when you're talking about blessing, being blessed. Blessed to me is the same thing as grace. And grace is the givingness of God, you know, in, in spite of sometimes us being, you know, off the chain. But God, in spite of ourselves sometimes. So, I thought, so it popped in my head to talk about another quality of God, which is peace. Which is what we all want. Of course, there's perfect peace is some form of answer prayer. So the invitation again is to practice self-awareness. When we feel ourselves get triggered, and I don't always do this, and I, but hindsight's twenty twenty. So when I feel that tug of negative emotion, I just got to do what Reverend Michael says: S I S M B, sit my butt down. Do not say anything. Do not do anything because it, it will come out from the ego. And here's the thing. Even if I apologize, it's not going to feel like apology if, because I have such a, a huge energy field that whether I'm radiating love or radiating because I'm angry, it's not going to match up with what's coming out of my mouth. And kids are really good at recognizing this. It's a, it's a, it's a survival mechanism for little people. So I have to take responsibility for my energy. So when we feel that tug, the invitation is to take yourself out of the equation, even if you just take a breath. Look down at your ID badge and say, yes, I'm a practitioner. Because we're all practitioners. It's not just agape practitioners. You practice the presence. You practice these principles. We are all practitioners. Yes, okay. Bring yourself back to that center, and then we can respond rather than react. Because when we react, we react the same way we've always done. React. So being aware of what's happening in your body, being aware of, like, what happens for me is I, my, I can feel my heart start to race, you know, or my, or my muscles tense up. So those to look for that. Be aware of where it's taking place. And so when I feel my heart get tight, I take a few conscious breaths into my heart space so that I can bring myself back to peace. Now, that doesn't mean I don't deal with the anger because we have a right to feel the way we feel. But we don't have a right to be unkind. So we have to, to be able to honor our feelings. And so it may be that I write in what I told you was my F.U. journal. F.U. if you don't want to do this, da-da-da-da. Just express it on paper so that you get it out. Because when we try to push down our emotions being nice, it manifests in the body in a form of dis-ease. So we've got to bring ourselves back to peace, and we still have a right to to. Let those feelings flow. And so that's all a part of being awareness. And if there's something for us to forgive, remember forgiveness starts with us. I forgive myself for believing something should have turned out differently. I forgive myself for judging myself. Or I forgive myself for judging someone else. And I may have to do that several times. I may have to do that three days. I may have to do it a lot longer depending on what's going on. But go back to your notes 
on forgiveness. When you, and whoever pops in your mind is the person we have to work with. I forgive myself. And you can do the same thing with it. I, I forgive you. You know, or I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. I honor the spirit of the living God that is you. And that helps bring us back to peace. Because that is who we are. And my, a dear friend of my mind spit back my words at me. And she said, Deb, you are the thermostat, not the thermometer. So which means we have to be responsible for our own state of consciousness. And by being self-aware and by practicing forgiveness, we can bring ourselves back to that. Because don't worry, if you don't get the lesson, it's going to come back. And it's going to be a same situation, but a different set of pants, as Ayanna Van Zandt says. So I pick, let's just go ahead and get this. You know, it may take me a couple of days, but I'm going to sit with it. And then I remembered the four agreements with Don Miguel Ruiz. And if you haven't read his book, and just, it's a powerful thing. The first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. And it means to speak with integrity. Because, you know, in the beginning there was the word, and the word was God. We create form with our words. And so we have to be in integrity with our words. We have to say what we mean, mean what we say, and avoid using the word against ourselves and gossiping about other people. We are vicious with ourselves. And if something is attacking and blaming, that is not the voice of spirit. That's the easy one to catch. That is the voice of the ego. So we use the power of our word in the direction of truth and love. And as my mama used to say, if you can't say nothing nice, keep your mouth closed. And that's something that I've been trying to learn for 59 years. And uh, my mama used to say, don't let your mouth overload you behind. And so if, if I can learn to embody being impeccable with my word and being at peace, whew, life, and all we got to do is keep trying. Some days I feel like my knuckles are barely off the ground. And this is a powerful one for me, especially as an educator or as a teacher, is don't take anything personally. Because, you know, nothing others people do is because of you. Nothing. They were all, you know, what they say and do is just a projection of their own stuff, their own thoughts or perceptions about their dream, their illusion, their movie that's going on, on in their head. And uh, there's, a, there's a book, and it has a saying, the title of the book is, What You Think of Me is None of My Business. And the thing about it is, is what I think of you is none of your business. Because it's only us. That's what we're responsible for. And when we can use the power of our word, and we can take responsibility and don't take anything personally, then we're going to be immune to other people's opinions about us, and we're going to be able to uh, and worry about, not worry about their actions. And we won't have to be victims of needless suffering. So we can't take anything personally because, one, we don't know what's going on in somebody else's world. And I used to tell people that uh, God's opinion of me makes everybody else's irrelevant. 
And God's opinion of me is the same opinion it has about everybody. And that is, this is my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. Perfect, whole, and complete, lacking nothing. And sometimes I forget that. Because you get caught up in expectations. And then, don't make assumptions. Y'all know what assumption means, right? Don't make a ass out of you and me to assume something. So it's important to ask questions. You can't assume that somebody got information. Because that didn't work well for me. We have, to, we have to be willing to ask questions. Ask, you know, what questions? And then be able to, you know, speak your truth in love. Communicate as clearly as you possibly can to avoid misunderstandings. Because if I communicate a message to Candace, how am I going to know if she received it? We have to kind of ask for clarification. Is there anything else uh, you need to know? Or what are your thoughts about that? Be willing to have that. But a lot of times we're afraid to ask questions. You know, because you don't want to look bad. You know, it's kind of like Joe will tell me to play some chord, and I'll be like, he'll say, you got that? I said, okay. And then I look, and I take a breath, and I said, Joe, can you show me how to do that? <laughs> so we have to be willing to, to at one, admit you don't know something and, and ask for clarification and not assume anything. And, you know, with the, this one uh, agreement, we can bring peace without limit by not assuming anything being able to communicate and especially in relationships you know because we do these little these first drafts in our mind other person is behaving and it's so far removed from the truth of what's going to mind if we don't check for understanding then then we could be in the car packing you know because we have to be willing to have uh, these conversations and then the final one is to always do your best and that is going to change day to day and I you know and I learned that lesson uh, with the band this week because you know stuff happens so you, my best is not going to be great when when I am sick or when you have a death in your family or when some something's going on but as long as we do the best we can under the circumstances we find ourselves in and we realize we've done our best then we let go of self-judgment and as soon as we let go of self-judgment self-abuse we can let go of regret because I was one of these people that as a musician I would after the show was over I would replay that whole show in my mind and I would pick out my mistakes. And I would say, I regret, you know, I wish I hadn't done that. I should have spent more time on that section. And then you weren't able to enjoy the beauty of being able to make music with your friends. So we have to just give, cut ourselves some slack. And just realize that not only am I doing the best I can, my brother is doing the best that they can with the knowledge and understanding that they have. Now, that doesn't mean you got to hang out with them. That doesn't mean you got to play with them or go to lunch with them. But we have to realize that person is doing the best that they can 
and I can still be kind. And that is my growing edge. So the, the invitation is to be steeped in your spiritual practice, a prayer, meditation, studying truth, whatever speaks to you, asking empowering questions, you know, what's seeking to emerge in, through, and as this situation. Forgive ourselves. Forgive whoever. And remember, Jesus said, or Jeshua said to forgive 70 times 70. And that goes for us and another. And then the invitation is to, you know, touch base with Don Miguel's work. And you can find a, like a little summary of those four agreements. To be impeccable with your word. If you say you're going to do something, do it. And be kind with your words. Don't take anything personal. Because it is not about us. Or not about you. It's not about me. It's whatever's going on in this person. My principal used to bark at me sometimes. And I just look at her. And I loved and adored her. I said, that ain't about me, sister. I didn't say that to her face because I'd be fired. But, um, you know, don't take things personally. And not to make assumptions. Be brave enough to ask questions. And sometimes, you know, we all, as students, we were like so afraid to raise our hand in class. Anybody had that problem when you were in school? You don't want to raise your hand because you didn't want anybody to know that you didn't know. But we've got to get over that. We've got to ask questions. We've got to be able to communicate effectively. And the only way you know a message is communicated effectively if the message you sent is received with the intention of which you sent it. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a hot mess. So be willing to, be willing to ask questions. And finally, always do your best. If we do our best, we don't have anything to feel guilty for. I know I rehearse, 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 and rehearse for a show. And when I stepped in to play, I didn't have anything to feel guilty about. I was playing the best. I was at the top of my game. And even if I made a mistake, I knew I did my best. And it took so many years to not beat myself up for every mistake or every missed note. And so that's the invitation. Peace begins with us. It's an inside job. And it, like Marty said, peace won't come easily. But we all long to be in harmony. And so if each of us as individuals work on ourselves... Because Deborah Ann's a full-time job, and so is everybody else, then we're all going to find ourselves being the thermostat in every space that we enter. Does that make sense? Great. Right, just a moment. Just grateful for, for the presence that's closer than my breath. Grateful that we are each one with all the qualities of the infinite. Recognizing it's all God, it's all good. Everything working together for our good in this universe. I am one with this power, this presence. It is my life. It breathes me, it moves me, it knows itself as me. And as this is true for me, it's true for each and every person. Here and in the Zoom land. One with God, one with each other, and one with all that is. 
And so it's from this place of oneness that I give thanks for grace. For the givingness of God always and in always. I give thanks that regardless of how I choose to behave, the Creator's love for each, all of us is changeless. The same yesterday, today, and forever. I give thanks for each and every person on our path, knowing that our greatest teacher is always standing before us. Love, love, and more love. That is the truth. So I give thanks for Spirit's message this morning. For the tools that we get to put in our tool case. As we, as we walk each other home. Because that's what we're doing. We are one self united with our creator. Walking each other home. All doing the best that we can. I give thanks for this and so much more. And I simply say. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. If you enjoyed the program, we hope that you'll support us by leaving a good review of this podcast wherever you download your shows. We also hope you'll support us in other ways, either by becoming a subscriber to our YouTube channel and our weekly newsletter, or by supporting us financially. You can find out how to do all of that by visiting our website at jubileecircle.com. Many thanks to Audio Coffee from Pixabay for supplying our podcast music. Join us again next week, and until then, take the words of Meister Eckhart with you. If the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that will be enough. We thank you for your time and wish you the kind of week that will leave you saying, Oh yeah.